I have a story to begin with that's gonna be a bit of a mood changer for you, so warning you. And I also wanna warn you that today's a little bit different. Today's different in the sense that uh, we have two congregational meetings uh, a year. And today, immediately following this service, if you're with us live, obviously many of you are watching past this, uh, we are coming together to do some important uh, business of the church that our bylaws require. Um, my first church meeting was when I was in 10th grade. And I remember I was trying to leave church. I was trying to leave uh, to go out to lunch with my friends when my youth pastor grabbed me and he said, Jeff, I need you to help run slides for the church meeting. And I would do anything he told me to do and so I went into the balcony and this was back when you actually had slides and I hit the buttons of the slides and I was, became aware of what a church meeting was in that context. And there was one final item on the agenda. Everything was going fine. It seemed very normal. We were approving budgets, approving things like this. But in that tradition, at that time, the congregation saw the entire salary and benefit package of the senior pastor and voted on that. Now, I want to let you know, you don't get to see those details in our congregational meeting, but rest assured, there are plenty of congregational leaders in our church who look at those details and approve them. But in that meeting, all of the sudden, I became aware for the first time, for the first time, that there were people in our church who actually didn't enjoy our senior pastor. I remember when his benefit package came up, what, what followed was about a 30-minute debate as to whether or not his children, quote, deserved to have orthodontia care this next year. What ended up happening as I was sitting in this balcony hitting slides was I became aware for the first time that there are people who like pastors and approve of what they do, and then there are times where we don't like what pastors do. And in the context of a church meeting was the moment for many who came to share what they were not liking and the way they could express that not liking showed up in whether his children were gonna have orthodontic care this next year. It was very scarring, if I could be honest. I still carry some of that. I've been to some contentious congregational meetings in my almost 21 years here at Lake Avenue Church. That being said, I've also been to many beautiful congregational meetings, much, many more beautiful conver, uh, congregational meetings. And as we head into a congregational meeting that will be very, very different because we will not be in person, we'll be trying to do something new over Zoom and trying to discern together and to do the kinds of voting, I think it's really important for us just to take a little bit of time this morning to answer the question, who are we? Who are we as Lake Avenue Church? I know this to be true because I know myself. This is a difficult season. And as this season continues to go on, as we feel more and more isolated, as we feel more and more stuck, I think it's likely that it's in those times where we are a little disoriented even maybe frustrated, where all of a sudden we might need a reminder as to what really is important. You know, we, we sung it this morning. Jesus is the center. It's all about him. Nothing else matters. I wish I could declare to you this morning that I lived my life this week that said nothing else matters and it's Jesus at the center. 
my worship of that song, and I know for certain so many of you, your worship during that song was more of a confession of how that wasn't true this week and that we come to worship to reorient our lives, to remind ourselves what is true and to remind ourselves that if, if Jesus is at the center, nothing else matters. I think it's quite possible. There's a lot of things that matter right now. And there are a lot of things that matter to the church at Lake Avenue. There are a lot of things that matter to the church of Jesus Christ. And we believe here at Lake Avenue that God has given us a very specific mission. He has given us a very specific vision. He has given us these community essentials. He has given us core values. He has given us goals and, 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 a, and a vision within this moment of where we sense God is leading us. We are not like every other church, although we are like every other church that puts Jesus at the center. But we believe very specifically that our address of 393 North Lake Avenue, our over 125 years of history, the missions, uh, the focus, the ministries of this church are very specifically because it's who God is building here at Lake Avenue. And I am so grateful for those of you who call Lake Avenue your church. And for those who are joining us, I ask you to consider making Lake Avenue your church. And more importantly, if you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, that you would make him the Lord of your life because he is the center and Lord of our church. So it's a little bit different today. It's a locker room talk. It's gonna be soaking in scripture. It's also going to be soaking in our guiding document. And I'm always surprised at how many people who have been a part of Lake Avenue Church might not be as familiar with our vision and our mission. And so with that in mind, let me pray for us. And I wanna jump in to encourage us this morning about who we are. God, we need your help. We confess to you that there's a whole lot of things that matter to us. There are many moments in many parts of the day where you are not at the center, where we are trying to grasp and control and figure out how to run this world, run our lives, run our families, run the day. And God, I pray today that as we come together in worship that we would be reoriented in your presence, that we would be reminded of who you are but God, I also pray that we would be encouraged and reminded as to who we are, the body of Christ at 393 North Lake Avenue. And God, I pray for those especially who are discouraged, who are isolated, who are struggling. I pray today that as we talk about who you are making us and who you have made us, that through even the power of technology, we would become more united and more one than we woke up today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. First off, Lake Avenue Church, like any good church and organization, has a mission statement. I wanna put that up for you. Our mission here at Lake Avenue Church, it says, following Jesus, we participate in God's reconciling work by making disciples of all peoples and all generations. I want to talk about, there's a few words in there that are really important, and the first two words are everything. Following Jesus. Here at Lake Avenue Church, we are Jesus followers. We are people who have put our trust and our faith in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and believe that in doing so, he has given us a way of living in this world 
and that our lives are to be in pursuit of that living, that kind of faithfulness. And so everything that we do, we are attempting to follow Jesus. And very specifically, God, through Jesus, is asking us to participate in what God is doing in this world by bringing just all peoples and all generations together. Now that language is very specific. All peoples, all generations. I want you to read with me Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. I believe there's a slide. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This, for those of us who've been around church and the scriptures, know this is the Great Commission. We know that this is the, uh, the, the mission statement Jesus gave his followers and it fits within our mission statement here at Lake Avenue Church. We are not a church that targets one particular kind of person we are not a church that targets one particular age group. We believe that what God is doing is reconciling all peoples and all generations to himself and that our mission at Lake Avenue Church is that as we follow Jesus, that we are in the, we are in the journey of, of, of making sure that all ages, all generations, all people groups might find faith in Christ. That's what I'm so grateful for with our family ministries. You, you heard it on Pastor Chuck today. We want to walk with our kids. We talk about the scriptures that guide us when someone is baptized or dedicated in this church. We are a church with ministries and focus from the youngest to the oldest. We are a church that doesn't say just this particular kind of person or this particular age group is our, our target. And there are plenty of churches that do that, and that is between them and where God has led them. But here at Lake Avenue Church, we sense a deep call for all peoples and all generations as we follow Jesus. That's our mission, our vision. Lake Avenue Church Vision says that we are presenting each one complete in Christ. Presenting each one complete in Christ. And we find this language in Colossians 1, 28 and 29. He is the one, Jesus, he is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ complete in Christ. And it's to this end I strenuously contend, sorry, that was a hard one for me, with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. What do I want you to take away from this vision? If our mission is to follow Jesus and participate with what God is doing by bringing all peoples, all generations to himself, what we recognize in this vision is that this is a process and a lifelong process of becoming more and more mature, more and more complete, more and more like Jesus. That means that over our lifetime, over our journey with Jesus, we are growing. We are learning. We are changing. I know that's not a popular word, but we're, we're learning more about God, learning more about ourselves, and we're in the process of becoming more like Jesus. Essentially, our vision says this, is that we are an arriving kind of people. We are not an arrived people. We are people on a journey with Jesus. We are on a people in the process of becoming fully mature. 
And God will complete that work. And we're just on that lifelong journey of having not yet arrived, but being a kind of arriving people who are following Jesus. Our mission, our vision, and then we talk often that we believe there are three kind of essential commitments, three essential commitments that everyone who calls Lake Avenue Church their church to live out our mission and to live in the process of becoming what our vision says, to be in that arriving kind of people, that there are environments and relationships that are required for that to happen. And we call them our three community essentials. And the first one is worshiping in unity, Second one is growing in grace-filled communities. And three is serving God's mission. We can keep that up for a moment. These are challenging right now during a pandemic. But what we are doing right now, whether it feels like it or not, don't be fooled. We are worshiping in unity. We very specifically are talking about the worship service rhythm of Lake Avenue Church. What does that mean? It means, hey, there are plenty of people who go to churches and never come to the worship service. They found their community in other places. We believe that to fulfill our mission, to follow Jesus, to all peoples, all generations, to be the arriving kind of people who are becoming complete in Christ, we have to gather and worship together. And it's across this coming together to sing praises to the Lord, to, to give uh, to sit under the teaching of God's word, it's, it's in that place and it's in that common environment where we grow together. And so we want to worship in unity and part of the history of the church and part of even some of the history at Lake Avenue Church has said we could do better by targeting a particular kind of environment to be much like this. And we believe as best we can that when young and old when rich and poor, when every tongue, tribe, and nation come together to worship in unity, that it's in that place God starts building us as his people. So how do we live our mission? How do we fulfill our vision? We come and we worship in unity. Second, we realize that especially at Lake Avenue Church, Worshiping in unity doesn't really speak to intimacy with one another. It speaks very clearly about intimacy with God. But we need one another. There's all kinds of one another's in the scriptures. And we're called to be in smaller group communities where we can be known, where we can share, where we can be encouraged, where we can be in that process of becoming, of arriving. And we believe that happens in grace-filled communities. And those look a variety of different ways here. Some of those grace-filled communities are adult Sunday school classes. Some of them are small groups. Some of them are the people you serve with somewhere in the church that you end up sharing life with. I, I look back very fondly to our season as high school pastor at Lake Avenue Church and recognize that those volunteers who were serving high school students, that was our community. That's where we were figuring out how to follow Jesus together as we were serving. There are a variety of places in which you are hopefully connected in a grace-filled community. We are not designed to fulfill our mission, our vision to follow Jesus alone by just coming to church services. But deeper than that, to be in grace-filled communities. And we're also not simply just called to be with one another, but to serve the Lord and again, that service at Lake Avenue Church looks broad. 
Some of those serving opportunities are serving with our kids and our students. Some of those serving opportunities for you happen in your office as you are bringing the gospel and bringing friendship to people who don't know Jesus. But we want to have a lifestyle where we're not just intaking our faith on Sundays or when we're with church people, but that we're exhaling mission and service throughout. I know we're buzzing through, but I think this is really important. I think this is critically important because we're not just going to a meeting later today and all of that meeting flows out of who we sense God has called us to be and it flows out of the commitments we have about how faith and vision is created. And, and, and we have these four core values and then we'll kind of be done with the, the lecture part of this. I have more to say. We, we have these four core values that help us Help us know what we are about. And the first core value is the God-glorifying community. It says this, that guided by God's word and relying on the power of the Holy Spirit, we seek to be a prayerful community that makes the glory of God known through our words and our lives. Note, We have an entire statement of faith that you can read about that centers on what we believe. You're seeing a lot of belief in here. We are a church that believes in the Trinitarian God, and so you're gonna see language of the Holy Spirit. We are a church that believes in prayer. We are a church that believes God's word is what's guiding us in all that we do. That's why you've heard so many scriptures already today through Pastor Chuck, through Cedric, through our worship time. We are a church that comes prayerfully to God's word and lets God's word direct our lives. In John chapter 17, Jesus is reflecting when he says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they, speaking of us, also be in us so that the world may believe you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me so that they may be one as we are one, I and them and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. And I want you to hear this Lake Avenue Church. Then the world will know you have sent me and loved me, even as you have loved me. In Romans 15, verses five and six, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude and mind toward each other that Christ had so that with one mind, one voice, you may glorify the God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here's what we have to understand. God's plan to glorify himself, to bring people to faith in Jesus, was for a people to come together in unity to be set apart and different from the way people interact in the rest of this world. And it's in the unity of the church that the name of Jesus will be known. I got a question this week from someone, I think a really well-intentioned question. Say, we've been doing a lot of we talking in the last few weeks. Why? Why are we always just talking like to the church? And I received the, the feedback and I understand uh, that, that I, I should probably be much more aware that there are people joining us who may not be part of Lake Avenue Church, but I'm talking to us, Lake, because this is God's mission for us, is to be the church, to be in unity with one another across all generational differences, around all the differences that come from being a different people groups. And it's as we come together, we proclaim Christ to the rest of the world, which means this, 
We have to recognize that unity and coming together when we're not seeing it, when it's a struggle, which it will always be a struggle, we have to teach to it because it's not that we just want to have perfect, happy, shiny relationships with one another. No, it's because God is seeking to glorify himself through the way we come together. And the the way we're built up as the people of God, when we can do that, we proclaim Jesus to the rest of this world. And so it's not that we just want to like everybody and, and be at peace with everyone. It's the very mission of God to glorify himself through the church. We proclaim the glory of God when we come together in unity. And here's the thing. We need to be guided by God's word in that endeavor. We have to be prayerful in that endeavor and we have to seek the power of the Holy Spirit because this is not a human thing that can happen, but God can have his way through his people and he is and he has at Lake Avenue Church. Lake Avenue Church, we are seeking to be a God-glorifying community. Lake Avenue Church, we are also seeking to be a kingdom community. Reflecting God's family in the church that we are unified across cultural, generational, socioeconomic, and racial and ethnic differences. This is the bread and butter, Lake Avenue Church, of our efforts to becoming a God-glorifying community. It's not because we think those are good generic values that somehow the world holds. These are God's values. In Revelation 7-9, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes, and they were holding palm branches in their hands. We get a vision of what eternity will be like, and it's all peoples, tongues, tribes, and nations coming before the Lord, singing praise. God's heart throughout the scripture was to bring all of creation, all of humanity reconciled to him and to one another. And here's the beautiful privilege about being 393 North Lake Avenue. Every tongue, every tribe, every nation, every generation, every people group is here in Los Angeles and in Pasadena. What a privilege. What a privilege that we're not a church that has to talk about how we might be able to go find somebody who looks and lives differently than us, but that God has placed us in a community that is reflective of the world, and we are seeking not just to have ministries to the kingdom, but to become a reflection of the kingdom here at Lake Avenue Church. And so diversity Generational diversity, socioeconomic diversity, racial ethnic diversity, cultural diversity. These things are what God is passionate about and we have the privilege to seek to become the kingdom of God more and more fully here at Lake Avenue Church. And I've got to tell you, I don't know how long you've been with us. Uh, Many of you have been here longer than, than me. I have been at this church almost 21 years and this value has been here before I got here. And I am so grateful. And have we fumbled along the way to figure out how to be this reflection of the kingdom? Sure. But I also know there are several stories, testimonies, and people who have found home and faith in this kingdom community and the kinds of ministries that launch out of this place to be reflections of the kingdom. God has given us the privilege to be a kingdom community. Third, we are an evangelistic community. We are a community that individually and corporately calls people to follow Jesus. 
Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You and I are living out the ends of the earth. Because faithful followers of Jesus proclaimed the name of Jesus, gave people the opportunity to follow Jesus, to give their lives to Jesus, we are here. And in that same theme, our immediate neighborhood, the city of Pasadena, the San Gabriel Valley, Los Angeles County, the state of California, the the United States, the world, we believe that there's a concentric mission that God has called us to be an evangelistic community. And I have another scripture in Romans chapter 10. I would love for you to read that on your own because I'm running out of time. But the point is this. We are a church that is individually and corporately calling people to follow Jesus, which means this. That's not just my job. That's all of our job. That means that as you live out the mission of Jesus in your life, as we are Lake Avenue Church, that the people we love, the people we are in relationship with, that yes, that we are a church that is proclaiming Christ and giving people an opportunity to follow Jesus, but that's not a pastoral job only. My job is to do that, yes, but to equip us, to help us be equipped to share the message of Jesus around us. And this is such a hallmark of Lake Avenue Church. I could tell you restaurant after restaurant I've been to with Lake Avenue Church people who have been praying for their service, the the service workers that are helping them. I know that many of you fast and pray for your coworkers and your family, as do I, that we all carry the message of evangelism. And so we are a church that isn't just about just making sure we're a reflection here, but that we're inviting people to become part of this community often. And finally, we are also a reconciling community. That we're a church that is pursuing God's justice, mercy, and compassion, and we are involved in his ministries of reconciliation. Micah 6, 8, this is the life, of, oh, this is the life verse we pray that Russell takes on. It's what we pray over him. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all and those who should live no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, I want you to hear this. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he's committed us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Lake Avenue Church, we, we are following Jesus. What's Jesus doing? He's reconciling all peoples and all generations to himself. And he has given us as the followers of Jesus the ministry of reconciliation, which speaks to our evangelistic com- uh, commitment and core value because we want all to be reconciled to God. But the ministry of reconciliation has both a vertical and a horizontal reality. And so that we are the very people who bring reconciliation into this world. And so why we pursue God's justice, mercy, and compassion Being a reconciled community basically says this, where is it broken? 
Where are things not like they should be? Is that the school system? Okay, followers of Jesus, we go there and we see how we can be a part of reconciliation. What can we do to fix, to be a part of the fix? Where are things in pain? Where are people in pain? Where is their brokenness in this world? Okay, followers of Jesus, we follow. Jesus, what are you, we have the ministry of reconciliation, so we come into this space and we ask how we can be agents of change. And in relationships with one another, in the world you and I live in, the broken relationships are so clear. Whether they're broken due to racial realities, they're broken in our own families because of conflict between kids and parents and grandparents. I mean, there's so many of you who don't even live in communication with your family because of brokenness. Whether our hearts are broken, our homes are broken, our history is broken, our habits are broken, being a church that focuses on reconciliation says, where are things broken? And as followers of Jesus, we show up and we seek to become agents and bring with us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, all that said, we're about ready to go into a meeting in about a little over an hour in which you are going to hear prayerfully, you'll be with us. You will hear where our ministry council and where our divisions have sensed in light of all of this. Where's God asking us to continue? We're gonna talk about ministry goals and I, I gotta tell you, I'm struggling with the word goal. It might be more ministry convictions. It's saying uh, there's a lot that we do at Lake Avenue Church, but in this next year, we have sensed especially that God has called us to, to think about these things a little bit more, maybe with a little more focus. Um, you know, earlier this year, I put out at our former congregational meeting a 2020 vision. I used words like intimacy, moving towards Jesus, reconciliation, moving towards our usness. Our vision, uh, the word service, moving towards gospel impact, strategy, moving towards alignment. We didn't know in January we'd be in a global pandemic. We had no clue. I think God is in that vision we talked about earlier because what I read and what I see from our ministry divisions and from some church-wide goals, which we, always, we don't always have church-wide goals, but in light of how much this ministry council has come together and I can give testimony in light of how powerfully the Holy Spirit has been in this community of leaders, we believe God is calling us to some very specific things. Many of them are already in process. So there should be nothing new here. And we'll go over them at the congregational meeting, but one church-wide goal is around our overall church experience. Our overall church experience, how we have a phased re uh, coming back to campus and worship, both in this pandemic and post-pandemic. We're gonna talk about that. We are continuing. We live in a very divided world, and frankly, there are times where we are a very divided church. We believe because of the ministry of reconciliation, and specifically our commitment to kingdom and our commitment to being a place of all peoples, all generations, that, that we need to continue to focus on our racial reconciliation. And so we have some goals around that. And many of you know that another goal is already in process around what we're calling ministry alignment. And this is those that are looking at maybe the formal structures, our strategy, recognizing that the, the, very, the very way that our bylaws call us to be can be quite complicated and, and we want to follow Jesus more nimbly and more faithfully. So we'll talk about those at the meeting. But before we do, I wanted you to be reminded of who we are. And I wanna close with this. I really love who we are. I really love who we are. 
But don't, don't get me wrong. Following Jesus is hard. Being a church with a vision just for all people, all generations, being a church that takes on the brokenness of relationships, the brokenness of this world, and says God's called us to enter those spaces, being a church that seeks to proclaim corporately and individually that Jesus is Lord in a world that's not very eager 